Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman. And uh, this guy. And me! I binge watched the map game this weekend. I watched the red map turn to a blue map. Woo! Jason Smith. Jason Smith. Hello. Oh, uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> we have fun here. <laughs> We're the pod that tells you all about the shows we love and want you to love. And we tell you all about the streaming wars, what to stream, and where to stream it. So, Cliff, what are you stuck at home watching today? Uh, <laughs> I'm supposed to take you serious, right? I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm, am I supposed to take you serious? Bang bang! Yes, you Did are. you take? Oh, you're finger banging now. <laughs> yeah. Bang bang! Don't finger bang me. Hey, that's not in the script. <laughs> Don't finger bang me. I did not give consent to be finger banged. Okay. Hello. I believe you need consent now to finger bang someone. So, what are you at stuck at home watching today? There you go. Well, you know what? The new episode of Boys of London came out. Uh, Gangs yeah. of London. I don't know Gangs why I called it Boys of London. London Boy. Wasn't there a clothing brand? Boy London. Yep. London there was a clothing brand. Boy London? It, look at it. Up, I didn't man. ever have I couldn't I couldn't afford that brand. I got London Fog. I remember that. Oh, by the way, your mom wants to know if you had too many gummies before the show. I, did not, I was actually I wondering. had too many gummies. This would be the show we'd watch. <laughs> I was, oh really? They don't make go, you here, up? here, do the do the do the opening. Say something. Uh well, well huzzah. Welcome to Stuck at Home. And uh, Jason's face just went into the mic. He's now sleeping <laughs> in his soup. Jason likes that would be what happened if I had gummies before the show. No, no gummies, no gummies. Just tired of the map show, guys. Tired Tired of the map show. show. All right. So Jason Smith. New episode, like I said, of Gangs London. By the way, Boy London, I'm almost 99.9% sure it was a clothing line. And I think they used to do the, uh, do you remember that song? Frankie says, relax. Right, they would do like shirts, and like it would be like big, bold print, almost like a fuchsia piece of art, except not. And uh, isn't that his name? Uh, yeah, forget it. I'm gonna digress. Where Scott Porch is gonna be very mad if I do this. There you go, Boy London. Boom. How much are those things going for? $150 for a knitted jumper because it's a British sweater. Boy London. Oh, so at least they, they, it's not an American thing that used the name London, mm-hmm. but that was around. I think I really do think they did the Frankie says relax when you want to come. Mm. Shirts. Interesting. It would just say, like, mean, you know, across it in huge bold letters like Frankie, and then under it says, and then relax. And that was your whole t shirt. <laughs> I think you did have too many gummies, Lindy. All right. Welcome to the show. Welcome to our last episode of this week. It is our fun No Guest Friday, which we love. And uh, I think we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So do you want to start? Um, I thought we were talking about your uh, the London show. Well, I, I mean, I could get into it a little bit, but what what's so interesting, and I'm hoping this is not the last episode. Uh huh. Is it? Can you? Check I don't that? think it is. I think there's. I think there's nine episodes total. I got to tell you, yeah. I'm over the show. Wait, what happened? I'm over the show. Why are you over the show? Because what the I'm, hell? I, I I've been watching the show, and I've been trying. Like the best you part didn't about the show with me on this before. We... I know. I'm over the show. I'm this over. This is not show. acceptable. What's well, going on? Um, I'm telling you this, like. I want the show to be better than it is. It's I I think that the action scenes in the show are second to none. And when they aren't there, I think the story and the overall plot is something I've seen in American television a million times. I think that the overall guy, the deep cover uh, police officer that, you know, kind of, you know, interfaces with the, 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 the gang and. Uh, you know, I feel feel like I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this before. And to this episode really gave me the, all the beats of a, of a, of a gangster show that I've already expected. What? what, Okay. So I'm not necessarily going to argue with you on that because I I have to say, I might, I might agree with you, but Mm -hmm. tell me, tell me the beats. So, So in the opening, when we open on the bridge and we're seeing that flashback of what Finn did about the baby and he was basically... If we're listening to his best friend's account of it, right, which is, I guess, what we're watching, that's who I feel the point of view of that flashback is, Mm -hmm. he's saying that he said he was going to leave his family, run off with this woman, and give this guy the business, which seems a little too convenient, by the way. So, 
but at so least we, we found something so, out. So real quick, Nancy, I hope that you don't have to take. I hope that you're fine. I hope that the COVID test comes back negative. I'm really sorry. Um, oh, Nancy, and you are you. a frontliner, and we appreciate you so much. Very much, Nancy. Uh, thank um, you. Here's what I'll that. say. I, I think that that's the I want out, right? And it's it is very convenient. All of a sudden, Finn goes from this this hardcore dark kind of gangster like presence in the background to this guy who's like, I just want out, and I've figured out a way to take all the money from everybody and and make my make my clean break and in that process like does it but then all the but and and that part's a little bit different i guess because you don't necessarily see the uh the the godfather trying to get out but you know Mm -hmm. conveniently he died before that to create the mystery and get all this other stuff rolling right but all the other pieces around it the 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 his son is the worst gangster in the history of the world right okay wait wait these are the money laundering yeah alex no, um, oh, Sean. No, no, those guys, yeah, Sean. Sean, Sean. is the worst. The worst. He's, He's a bad worst. gangster. Yeah, well, that's He's why he didn't leave in the business, gangster. though. But that's why he didn't leave in the business. Yeah, well, and that's the whole thing. So they don't leave in the business, but he's there, and it's all going to be there. But he found the, he's the guy that always falls. Uh, uh, he, he's the guy that always falls for everything. So he's your, he's your Pacino in Donnie Brasco. Mm-hmm. That's like, he, he gets sucked he's in immediately Ruggiero. because... Yeah, the 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 one person that gets oh yeah oh you saved my life you took a bullet for me and then all of a sudden he goes from like being a second rate thug that's never been in the 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 same room as any of these people to right. the only person he trusts. We've seen this. You're right. We've seen this. And the undercover guy who's like it's Sean Penn in State of Grace. It's you know the the list goes on and on. Oh, you got involved. It's Fast and the Furious, and you got involved with the daughter of the head guy or the daughter of the second head right. guy. Right. He's got conveniently. Oh wait, that's the other thing. Okay, so now that we are peeling this onion. I guess you're not wrong. Maybe I'm just starved for content. I mean, listen, for everyone out there, it's still a good watch. It's we're a just good watch. Very, we're very hard critics, and 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 I always am open to, you know, looking deeper, doing a little well, autopsy on and, stuff. And I was, and I was, I well, it, it's been this way for me for a couple episodes now. The first two or three really got into it. Like the first, that first episode that's really cut into two, I was hooked. Yep. And the second one, and then it got a little harder and harder. And then, you know, we watched last week and the, the, the mom, like, like you said, made that real hard turn. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, that's just the way it is. And, <laughs> and then this, this one happened and I, I was just kind of like, Hey, Cobra jet. Cobra um, jet. We, but when it, when it made that turn, mm-hmm. it was just so much that I'm like, okay, there was no big action set piece in this one. There really wasn't right. I'm bored. Like, I'm like, I'm waiting for that piece. Like, I will say, you know, when they went to the house two episodes ago, that was an incredible piece of, you know, when they go to the house outside of, uh, we're talking about uh, the Gangs of London. Uh, when they went to that house, and, like, the, the entire Danish, like, military group comes and just kind of, like, shoots that thing down. And they're well, it was jumping a repeat into the ceiling. Yeah. Of the gypsy camp. Yeah. No, not the gypsy camp one. No, 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 no. You're missing my point. Oh, yeah. I'm saying it's a repeat scene of the gypsy yep. camp. Like, like they went into the gypsy camp. That was an amazing scene. They blew the shit out of it. And then you have the Danish special forces, which mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had special forces. Do they ride bicycles? What do they uh, do over there? I, I guess they, they, I mean, they, they shoot first they, and don't ask any questions. See, I thought the Danish special forces just snuck up real, real quiet and stealth. And then were really polite. And they just, just like right you. behind you. They just close talkers. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I, there's my accent. It's no good. I can't do a Dutch person. I can't do anyone. No, no. Me but either. go on, go on. The but, okay, so, right, but I like that scene because I actually really like the dad. Right? I like the the, the father character. He's tough. At, he's a hard ass. He doesn't care about anybody but his son, and he doesn't care. He, he but he he's he is you know one of those people, and his people are loyal to a fault. Like that love is enduring. He yeah, doesn't. He it's killed. completely unconditional. Right? He got everyone. He will do killed. anything for his son to get him out of there, and he will he will live until he can get his son into the water, right? On that boat. Like he was going to push it to the, to the last possible place. Right. Which he didn't do. And then he he wasn't able to do, but that was, that was a tragic ending that had to happen. But I, I I appreciated that. I loved that scene and I loved how the action kind of played to it and the, the violence and the speed of it and the, 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 the volume and everything was great. You take all that stuff away. You end up, you end up with a very linear story to me that has a lot of, you know, kind of, melodramatic turns like this this last one was four or five twists that really were soap opera style twists to me not Which cool ones? action twists like like what well like the money's all gone because he got killed right before he was going to leave with his girlfriend you right. know 
Right. The mom's the bad, you know, mom's actually running the show. Um, you know, the, it was all going to go to the, um, uh, it was all going to go to um, the the other guy, his, his best friend. And that was going to go to his son, but like not anymore because conveniently he died right before then. But it was the, uh, but it was the people that are trying to install him that actually did the killing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Jet, the, the reason, point. hold on real quick. It's an, oh, by the way, it's another cabal. Go on. Yeah. Uh, the reason, Cobra Jet, the reason we keep giving famous people on the show is because we're fucking awesome, uh-huh. and we know a lot of great people, and we do really good interviews. And we have, a, and this isn't just a live show; we also do a podcast, and that podcast does really well, and and people like to 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 learn from us. Yeah, um, thank you, Jason, and yeah. thank you, Cobra. And thank you for the asking. Um, Cobra said, uh, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Is that sure not okay? Is, is sure that not a cool. good enough response? I know this beard. When you shave this beard, I am one sexy motherfucker. I look like a garden gnome now, but that's my secret identity. Yeah, um, Samson. All right, go on. But that's but that's the thing about all this stuff is I, I just don't see how um, you know with that story. I will watch it and I will enjoy it, but I think I need that. Um, I think I, I just want something more. I was expecting something a little bit different when I started the show. What what were you expecting? And I'm not more saying action. you were wrong. More more, con- more fighting. I think I wanted more fighting. I think the fight scenes, like, I have the same problem with the Daredevil mo- show that was on Netflix. I really liked it, but I really liked the fight scenes. I, and there were some good action pieces, and, 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 a, and a superhero story is not going to change the world. Right. But when I watch, like, like a, a blind guy fight a whole bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of ninjas right. in a hallway, and it's brutal, <laughs> and one's carrying a chain, and they're fighting, that stuff's awesome. Listen, this is wait, what what is Cobra saying? It will donate. Oh yeah, when we're affiliates for uh, Twit. What he's asking about is Twitch. He said he'll donate when we. Uh... Oh, thank you, Cobra. That's dope. I really appreciate that. So you see, I I pretend that I don't need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I I rely on Jason when we're doing the show. Um, listen, I think I hate to say that I think you're right, and I don't hate to say it because you're right. I hate to say it because I was enjoying the show mostly until we had this discussion. <laughs> No, no, no. I think I was getting there. Listen, I, I think I was turning a blind eye to the convenient melodramatic fact that, you know, the, the guy, lose, the undercover guy loses his wife and young child in an accident. And then conveniently, the head dude has a beautiful daughter who's, uh, 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 you know, who's got a kid the exact same age like that his dead kid would have been. Right. And then, right. And then Who you automatically get, looks at him as a father figure from the, the moment they immediately. meet. Like, they're not doing a great job with that kid. And then, like, the second thing they say, the first thing they say is, like, oh, his dad's in jail. Probably who knows when he'll be back. It's like, so that's how you're doing this? Yep. Like, he doesn't exist now because he went to jail. So so now you're going for another guy who's like your dad who's going to end up in jail as far as you know because you don't know he's a cop. And uh, so you're just looking to have these little romances. Right. And then, you know, you don't have to break up with them because they get killed or go to jail. Right. It was a little too convenient. So, yes. And and again, even with that Danish thing, I felt like I liked it, but it's a repeat of the gypsy camp. So, oh, you know, man. and now you, you know, have the you have the second undercover officer that doesn't know about the first undercover officer, but the first undercover officer knows about the second one. And, that, that you know, they're <laughs> both going to pull each other out the next week. They're both going to try and pull each other out. You like right? decide if you're the departed. Oh, I'm sorry. In, Infernal Affairs is the real movie. But decide if you're Infernal Affairs, aka the departed, or decide if you're well, trying to be the Godfather, or decide if you're trying to be Goodfellas. You know, here's the thing. And I do like the show. I, I like it less right now. I gotta say. Um, okay, and now if I'm really being, you know, now if I'm really getting in there and doing this autopsy, I mean, maybe Sean's acting's not that good. No. Hey. You should come with me. Yeah. We have to I'll stick go. close. I'll go. <laughs> it's very, it's very right. <laughs> well, and also there was that other thing we talked about last week, which is that, that trope they always use where it's like, say something bad about my dad. And then I'm like, oh, I like you. You, you know how to, how to get to me, yeah. you know? And it's like, nah, okay. So now maybe you're right. You know, but I think also we're starved, right? What the hell else are we going to watch? Well, that's a good question. Uh-huh. Um, so you want a little news? Yeah, yeah, I do want a little. We're going to go from there. Okay. So oh, let's do that. Yeah. So, um, first thing we'll talk about what people are watching. So, um, it was just announced that Borat mm-hmm. was the second most watched movie of this year. Huh. What was the first? Hamilton. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Hamilton. On Disney plus was the most watched movie of this year, which I don't disagree with. I'm sure like wow. everybody watched Hamilton. 
I watched Hamilton. You watched Hamilton. I watched. You didn't necessarily Hamilton. love Hamilton either. I watched half. But uh, I'd rather but watch Gangs of London. Everybody, yeah, exactly. I would rather watch. Uh, I would rather watch the worst moments in Gangs of London. Yeah, not um, that Lin Manuel uh, is not an incredibly talented individual. Just yeah. didn't. There's a snooze fest. All right. was, yeah. But that but was Hamilton the most, was that, was the, that was the biggest one. But, uh, but, uh, but Borat two was the second. And you know what? I think that that was probably, and there's, there's a couple things about these two movies that make that make sense to me. One Borat for all intents and purposes is an a movie. Like that's a, a comedy. That's a summer comedy that would come out in June. Right. Right. July. It's not an August, September. It's a, you know, it's one of those ones that would come out during peak season. You don't put that one out in February. Right. <laughs> Um, one, two, uh, it was free, right? That's the big one. The free is the big one. It's the biggest movie you can get on streaming. You know, it'd be like if they made uh, Mulan free. Yeah. Or and Hamilton like, free, right? And that's why Hamilton right. was the biggest. Cause everybody, you know, I would, I would be willing to bet if, especially if it's like me, most people who love Hamilton had never seen it. They've only heard the soundtrack, right? Because mm. It's not playing everywhere. It's sold out everywhere. And so the majority, the vast majority of Hamilton fans were like fans of, uh, fans of all that stuff. The soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack. And so they, 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 this was our first time actually getting to watch it from top to bottom. Listen, I think you said the most important thing about Borat, which is that it was free. <laughs> I mean, I think we mentioned this uh, when we talked about it originally the day after it aired is that, uh, I felt like if I had paid money to go see it in the theater, I would have been not happy. Mm -hmm. But because it was home and free, I was like, all right, this is an interesting piece of fare. And, and you know, it's mm -hmm. it's like you said, it's an A-list comedy. Uh, listen, and also let's not overlook the fact that uh, Sasha is a very smart guy and he put this out on purpose at the election. You know, I mean, like, how long do they hold this thing for before they, you know, released it? I wonder how long it was done. I mean, not super long. I mean, they, it was all COVID-based, right? So half the movie is all COVID-based. You know, I bet you they could have held it longer. Um, you know, but it was a didn't. movie made over the summer. It was uh, an election. Yeah, you know, and they, they put it out right on time. And, you know, to be honest, if I had gone and paid $10 for it in a movie theater, I wouldn't have been mad. I'd been like, it was okay. Where are you going to the theaters in 1998? Yeah, well... There's a theater $10. by my house. I'm just telling you, um, and it, it, I, I'm going to ruin the secret because it doesn't matter anymore. The Cinemark in North Hollywood, uh -huh. ten bucks, and you get loungers. Ten bucks. Yeah. Ten ninety nine or no? $10? It used to be like on Tuesdays it was like seven, and you still get a lounger and good popcorn, and they wow. have unsweetened iced tea, which is my favoriteest thing. Yeah, this is. Oh, I see. I like the raspberry iced tea, but okay, this is a thing though. This uh, I missed. I am going to miss these theaters. Yeah, but but I mean, but it, but on. if I were to go to the theater with somebody and see it, and I wouldn't have been like that was the best movie I saw this year. But I wouldn't have been mad paying normal movie prices. I go to see. A, I go to see a, a movie a weekend, right? I and literally one and you know two and four of them are stinkers. One of them's okay, and one of them's probably good, right? right. But I'll do that January through December. I, I want to go to see a movie every week, right? Um, uh, and so I'm not, I wouldn't be mad if this was that movie. I, I, and, and in retrospect, and I even watched a little bit of it again, when I let go of my preconceived notions of what it should have been, I had fun. Hmm. So, uh, you, yeah, I started watching it again last night also. You know, listen, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it, he's, it's also though, here's the thing. And, the, and this is, you know, I'm open for debate on this, but there is an idea or philosophy that when you are as famous as someone like Sasha Baron Cohen and you're as famous for the, the thing he's most famous for is Borat. Okay. So when you go back to the well, it, it does sometimes state like you're not, things aren't going great. Yeah. You know, if you're going back to the well to rehash and revet this, this kind of, tired-esque material and you know that other movie he did which i'm sure he thought you know it was a smart aaron sorkin and you know it was just so that, oh the that, chicago seven chicago seven trial i mean mm -hmm. first of all the pretense in that was beyond my did you uh, did you end up watching the whole thing i couldn't make it through the whole thing did you yeah. Um, uh, only, and I couldn't only because Stephanie and I were going to watch it together and she kept putting it off. She's like, she's like, I'm not in a movie mood right now. I don't blame her. 
But I, I, I don't, that movie right now. Yeah, I don't mind a good. Da, 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 I don't mind a, a movie with that kind of rhythm to it because it kind of it's like it's a perfect movie to nap to because the the beats and the the rhythm are so close. And we were talking about this before. He reuses all his lines. Every line in there is probably reused from something else. But I like it's like Sorkinisms. Uh, yeah, I like a little. I like a little uh, Gilmore Girls esque type show, a Miss Maisel, uh, uh, a Sorkin movie where it's like like a little ping pong i like a little tennis with my uh my dialogue your sleep. yeah exactly <laughs> right. but okay but that is what that movie is it's a snoozer and that, this is again sasha baron cohen is, is an incredibly gifted actor this is not to say his performance or any of these but you know aaron sorkin i think directed that too and he's not a um let's just say he doesn't know how to work with actors in my opinion yep. you know i'm not he's a great writer I, I don't feel he you know on tv maybe different i guess mm-hmm. I, I feel like in the medium of a film and and let me be clear about this jace i don't know if you disagree with this or agree just because the i don't know either because you haven't said it i'm gonna say it just because the screen size change you know changes Uh there's still the energy of a movie and the energy of a tv show Mm -hmm. right so even though you might be watching it all on the same screen size now and you're not looking whatever it is 33 foot whatever the hell the size is that you're looking up at uh it's still a movie Right. And yep. when you're going out to direct a movie, he, you know, those actors, you're working in a different way with them. You're working in a different pacing. You're, you're just, you know, it's why a few good men works and this doesn't. Yep. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. It's why the social network works and this doesn't, you know, you know, but and that's 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 exactly it. He's got other people directing his best work. That's exactly right. And he is. One of the top five writers in the world, you know, yeah. as far as TV and film go. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie he wrote about the the woman who ran the the poker games. I thought that was a great movie. I enjoyed it a lot more than hearing about her. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or meeting her. but you know listen i have nothing bad to say about molly bloom i've met her like twice in my life uh but it wasn't this uh, ecstatic experience and that movie was at least decent and by the way i'll watch anything jessica chastain does plus redheads for me i have a oh what a weakness what a weakness yeah they don't have souls it's It's, fine well that's what you say let's let's, (laughs) it's what the the, it's just it's just a thing i i don't i don't make the rules they're aliens listen if they don't have souls you can put anything into them Cobra Jet agrees with you. <laughs> they hot, right? No, listen, redheads are the hottest. And Jessica Chastain, you know, she's one of those actors that's listen. She's very rare, but the rarest is the 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 woman actress from Queens Gambit. I feel oh, like yeah, she's, she's you know that Kate Blanchett thing where I first saw Kate Blanchett and Elizabeth. You know, when I first saw that, I knew Kate Blanchett was great. I'd seen her in Australian things, but then I was like, okay, this is another level. Yep. You know, Good something act. different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, but that being said, I, I think, again, did he direct? I think he directed that one. Did he? I don't think he did. I think I he think just he wrote did. It. I think he did, which is why. That's Molly's really, game? Yeah, it had a little weird pacing to me. And it's why I didn't really understand. Yeah, he directed it. That's probably yeah. where you're feeling that, didn't that? And that, I didn't feel the, uh, the the relationship between the lawyer and her. Like, I didn't understand the connection. I'm sure there was more in the book, you mm-hmm. know, but, like, because of his pacing and his narrative style, it doesn't come across the same way. Like, I would be very interested to see if someone else directed the Chicago Six. I wouldn't watch it again, but mm-hmm. I'd be very interested if it was a, you know, A-list director doing the same material, what that narrative would look like. Yeah. I think. I, I, no, I don't disagree with you. I don't, you know, with, with stuff like that, I, I think that there's there's certain types of movies. And, and again, you're right. It's because it's, you know, I'm giving it a pass and calling it a TV movie, right? I'm thinking of it in terms of that, not as in terms of a film. Yeah, and I think we, we look at, you know, what cinema is and, and, and what the energy and rhythm is when you're making. There's movie language and there's TV language. Do you think Chicago 7 is one of those movies that they put out in the theater as like an Oscar movie? Oh, yeah. In, yeah. in another in another world in another yes. time period yes a thousand percent it's why it's coming out now this is oscar time you know what i mean it's like it's why we're seeing the release now it's just you know i mean and would it, I, I think they put out uh molly's game for oscar release too i think it's like sorkin's one of those guys it's like well he, you know he's gonna get a screenwriter uh you know nom probably for anything that he puts out there right or at least a, a an adapted not. screenplay. Well, I mean, yeah. it's no, in no, but you're right. You're right. You're right. The the campaign is already kind of a lock if he's in there. You know, him, Steve Zaley, and there's certain people. Uh, I don't know about David Kep. I feel like David Kep might be if he's, but he writes so much. 
So, right. you know, it's hard to say. Uh, but yeah, I feel like you're right about that. He is a prestige talent. Right. Yeah. In this case, though, that 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 movie was on the uh, the don't watch list. That was on the don't watch list. Well, I mean, and here's what I, you know, this all kind of send back to you, uh, Sasha, right? Mm-hmm. I think that this movie, I think there's a reason he brought Borat back. And I didn't think it was because he was trying to recreate or bring something back. I think that, I think that when Borat originally came out, it was really to talk about um, his problems with, uh, you know, George Bush, uh, the end of all the, you know, we're talking about the end of, you know, 2008 time period right in that era. And we're talking about a, a movie that was kind of pointed at the Republican Party in a different way. It was a different time. Um, right. And I think that he was trying to bring back this this political thing, knowing that it's very difficult that he's he created a character that can't really be out there in the world. Right. I think that's part of the fun for him. It's so meta to have, you know, that even the beginning of the movie, it's like everybody's saying, hey, it's Borat. It's Borat. And he's like, no, I know Borat. I know Borat. <laughs> you oh, that's know? a good accent. It's the only one I could nice. Yeah, it's because every everybody who could everybody who's had more than twenty Jaeger bomb shots in, in, in within a weekend can also go nice. Uh, nice. Uh, not Borat. Uh, That's good. <laughs> um, and I think that there was actually I think that there was a reason for that. And I I I, I also see that it was kind of you know obviously it, he wasn't working with his his other part his partner that he did the first Borat with, right. With Larry Charles. With Larry Charles. He's working with somebody else, but he's really trying to get his point across for a very specific thing. And I think for all intents and purposes, he, he got that. He got, you know, and I liked what he was doing on the, I like what he's doing on the Showtime show. I think he's a very good actor. I, I really, um, the, I, I bring this up because I really wanted him to be Freddie Mercury. He was going to be Freddie Mercury in that he Queen was. show and he just pissed off Queen too much because he really wanted to play into what, what Freddie was really like. And I think he would have nailed Killed it. it killed it i i thought bohemian rhapsody was okay yeah you know let's put it this way i'm not putting it on right now no you know but i will put on talladega nights yeah oh, yeah. i mean you know this is the thing uh, sasha Ricky is Bobby. iconic yeah but sasha is iconic yep you know i mean he is a real iconic talent and i would just like to see him now expand you yep. know enough like you've been doing this ali g thing for 20 something years and you're brilliant dude like but now just like make a movie, mm-hmm. make a movie like where you're in it and you're playing someone and write it because you're super talented. I'm like kind of over this. Did you watch that? Um, what was it called? Hold on. Let me just find it real quick. Spy. Wait, no. Mm-mm, what the hell is that? Oh, well, this, this might be the show that changes your mind a little bit. He, he might've done it and he might actually, uh, Oh, like I don't it. know what you're talking about. The drama yes. about the Israeli, Israeli uh, spy Eli Cohen, who I infiltrated the Syrian government in the 1960s. Is it a series or a movie? Uh, I believe it's an entire season of a show. On Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah, I, that's going to happen this weekend. Yeah, six episodes. Yeah, that's going to happen this weekend. That, yep, I saw the trailer for it and I put it in, thank you for reminding me, because I, I put it in the back of my mind. And uh, it's exactly that time where I need to pull it out. <laughs> Let me just whip this here out. Yeah. Like from Blazing Saddles. Sorry. <laughs> if you guys don't know that reference, watch Blazing Saddles. <laughs> you know, because I agree with you. I think that he can do some of that stuff. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, Sasha created his own type of comedy that nobody did the way he did it. Right. Or like ever his- will. Or ever will the Ali G show and and the creations that came out of that and his style of comedy are so unique to him that I'm glad that he keeps with it. But you're right, he's a good actor, and I and and I've I've seen some good, you know I've seen some stuff that I really like him, and he you know even in Sweeney Todd he's fucking cool. Listen, even in the the Chicago seven were there <laughs> should have been six, should have been six. They think the odd numbers are good. It's the even numbers. Yeah. It's Chicago Seven, right? He's good. He's great. He's never bad. Nope. Like the guy's always good. The guy is a, a unique talent. Yeah, he's good in uh, in Les Mis as Tenardier. That's what I'm saying. Like he's in musicals. He's in like that's what I want him to keep doing. Like keep popping up. Like you're so much better than Lin Manuel. Like keep popping up in everything that Lin Manuel's in. Like if you would be in his in his Dark Materials, which is coming back soon. I, yeah, I saw that. Ooh, I'm excited about that. 
if he was in that, in Lin-Manuel's role, and running the, the balloon, I, I like it even more now. Like, I want to see him in all these things. I'm glad you reminded me about Spy. All right, go on. All right, so that's that's news there. <laughs> uh, the next piece of news is a follow-up for something you brought up a couple weeks ago mm. um, that I just want to kind of close the loop on. Uh, today, officially, Johnny Depp has announced that he's been asked to leave uh, Harry Gryffindor. Potter movie, Fantastic Beast franchise, and they're going to recast his character. Um, he wrote a little letter to everybody that said, in light of recent events, I'd like to make the following short statement. Firstly, I'd like to thank everybody who has gifted me with their support and loyalty. I've been humbled and moved by your many messages of love and concern, particularly over the last few days. Secondly, I wish to let you know that I have been asked to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that request. Finally, I wish to say this. The surreal judgment of the court in the UK will not change my fight to tell the truth, and I confirm that I plan to appeal. My resolve remains strong, and I intend to prove that the allegations against me are false. My life and my career will not be defined by this moment in time. Thank you for reading. Sincerely, a scribble that I can only assume means Johnny Depp. Okay. Um, do you have thoughts on this? Um, I think that the the I think that the move that was the right move. I think that I, if I were anybody that's on uh, uh, and J.K. Rowling show right now, that I'd probably want to leave anyway. But why is I, it J.K. Rowling's writing a letter saying she was asked to leave all <laughs> things involved with my name? Like really? Yeah, yeah I'm curious I, about that. Well, I mean, that's a whole other that's a whole other can of worms. Um, but it seems like the same can now. Yeah. Well, I I mean, there's a you know, the, 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 the transphobia of her and some of this other stuff is, you know, it's still her IP, you know, that, that they're not, she's not going to let, let go of that easy. And there's a, and people have, you know, just kind of like Michael Jackson have conveniently been able to separate the art from the artist when it comes to this, because nobody else can make this particular thing. Right. But with Johnny Depp, you know, the, the accusations and basically the, the libel suit dropping basically, you know, puts him in a position and, and Warner Brothers in a position where you really have a hard time. Right. It's he it, right now, as far as the media is concerned, especially the media in the UK, the the, the story is he he beat Amber Heard. And that's a hard one, you know, regardless. And I think that he's taking it. I think that's doing the right thing by acknowledging and stepping down. I, I can't speak to all the other stuff and we're not a gossip group, but no. um, uh, I will say that, like, if. You know, in that situation, I think his best approach is to walk away. I don't know that I'd write a letter. I might go a little quieter. I don't know why everybody okay. needs to write a goddamn letter to, to disappear. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, well, I mean, first of all, you hit a woman, allegedly, but now do we say allegedly? Like, if you've gone to the high court in London and they've said, you know, you did it. At this point, is it still alleged? I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't think so. I, I just, I, I don't, don't know. Either. Because here's the thing. I'm not there, right? right. So, but I, I'll tell you this. I'm on Amber Heard. I'm an Amber Heard team, you know, and I actually tweeted something nice to her. And, uh, you know, uh, I had all these people like, yeah, she'll she'll send you back a punch. And like, I just, you know, block her. I don't respond to negative right. stuff from anybody. But it makes me see like, it's almost like this thing that's going on uh, that happened this week, uh, this big uh, world event. That, that went on in our country. I heard about and, something. I yeah, and there's really this, attention. Yeah, I was too I mean, busy was, watching the map show. I was paying more attention to this Amber Heard thing. I the the and yes, you're right. We're not a gossip columnist. Right? We're not a gossip group. Um, but I want to talk about society because the second you brought this out into society, you forced us all to look at this and talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to look at it. I'm a huge Johnny Depp fan as an artist, and I would like to believe he didn't hit a woman. You know what I mean? But here's what I'm going to go with. Now, they said you hit a woman, right? You could have walked away at that point. You paid right. her. It was over. You could have said, okay, but you really felt you were wronged by doing that. So now you've forced all of us to have to relive this. And you know what's interesting? Had he just walked away at that point, he'd still be doing the movie. Yep. There would be no, no one even would be thinking about it. Right. But for Amber Heard, and this is the interesting thing, and, and you'd think that something would have changed for me too, but this is the interesting thing, is that automatically everyone's like, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, it's like, yo, maybe Amber Heard got fucking hit. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like, like, even if she's crazy, right? Like, who cares? Like, maybe she got, like, if a guy's hitting it, like, there's gotta be something where you go like, okay, you know what? No. And and no, don't force us to revisit this. I, I, I don't think that was a good move. No, I agree and, with you. And the use of the word surreal, right? the surreal judgment of the court Okay, 
wouldn't you, I mean, realer than real is the definition of surreal. Right. Okay. So the realer than real. Or as um, go Rob Zombie would say, more human than human. More human than human. Yeah. By the way, but more real than real. Okay. So are you saying it's real? Like, what do you, what, what, do you, what does that mean? Why did you choose? Because you had to choose that word. You know, you don't write a letter like that, that the entire world's going to read and translate. Or and dicta not- you dictate it to your person. You're like, oh, this, this insane. No way. It's crazy, Surreal. barbaric, archaic. Scratch that, scratch that, Timmy. <laughs> Surreal. <laughs> arcane. I think you want to use arcane there, Johnny. No, archaic. Archaic means, <laughs> means secretive. It's not. It's not secretive, Johnny. It's it's arcane. Uncanny. Is what you want to do. Just uh, use surreal. <laughs> I mean, because I'm wondering how that how that word. Because I feel like that's a very telling choice of word. And that's how I analyze stuff. I mean, I do because I know what it is to write these letters. I've written letters for my friends, you know, and uh, who that have had to make public statements and or people I know, let's say. And it's a very, 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 very pinpoint thing. You know, you want to talk about meta. So to choose that word to me is an incredibly telling choice. And it, you're basically saying you, it is real. Subconsciously, somehow you're telling us that it's so real, it's realer than real, I feel like I'm in a Salvador Dali painting. And I can go touch a Salvador Dali painting right now, that is real. Right. It's just a heightened reality. So the heightened reality is only heightened to you because you can't believe that you didn't win. Right. I don't think that's the word. I think you choosing that word says a lot. That's all. No, did, did I, I did, did I? Did, no, I think that yeah. you're absolutely right. I think that you know, and and that's the that's the that's the whole thing about this. All right, All the other news. That tire. Yeah, other news. Yes, other please. news. Just because I like to I like to mess with you right before we go into the um go into the the um uh the to the commercial stuff. Uh, guess what Netflix's top movie was of 2020. I don't. Do I want to know? Who be Halloween? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> like, listen, it makes sense. It really does. Wait, for all of 2020? For all of 2020. Who about Halloween? See, that's messed up. Because here's the thing. I mean, listen, it makes sense, but it's messed up. They're smart. They're smart. Adam Sandler's smart. They're all smart. They released it on Halloween. They know they'd get that crush of viewers. Uh, it, it spans from eight years old to 80 years old. You know what I mean? Like anyone who knows Adam Sandler from back in the day or the new kids now, it's like, oh, it's a Halloween movie. The woman from Modern Family. It's like they, they really, they rounded all the bases. The quality does not matter, unfortunately, to most people. Mama, mama say Who Be Halloween was the best movie of 2020. <laughs> That's what Julie Bowen would say. <laughs> mama say. Mama say. Mama no likey. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Can I just James? tell you how long it took me to realize that uh, the, the, the chief was... Uh, was uh, Kevin James? Kevin James, when Come I first on. saw him. No, like, because I saw him, he was in the car the first time, and he was doing a face, and I had no idea that was Kevin James for, like, until, like, 20 minutes into the movie. I, I mean, by the way, that's a huge compliment to Kevin James. I know, right? I, listen, I, I got to say, I do always like Kevin James. I do, too. I, I've never really, the only movie I didn't love was the, the ripoff of warrior that he did that. The, oh, the, the, oh, when he was like the, 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 the teacher. Yeah. yeah the kickboxing teacher. Yeah, the yeah, teacher. Yeah. He happened to be a teacher who's going to go do MMA. And by the way, uh, Kevin James will kill you. Like everybody. Like, have you ever seen that guy fight? Um, no, 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 he's a, he's like but, a black belt. I mean, this uh, guy no, is but insane. No, does he fight places? Like, is he known? Like, is he like the Bruce Lee of comedy where he goes out and fights people on the street? No, no, no. Like, he hey. trains like a like an oh, ad. Really? Like he trains with some of the best MMA people in the world. Like he's been training for probably twenty years. This guy. That's why he's not. You know, he fluctuated in his weight, but it's like when you see him go down and he's ripped. It's like this guy is. is he's strong. I, I think he's, he's rolling every day. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think he's rolling jujitsu every day and in a, and on the mat every day. Like That's this is a guy who is or at least five days a week. Uh, and by the way, you know, like get into a thing with Kevin James, he'll crush you. Like, really, see if you can pull up anything of Kevin James, like, fighting, fighting. He is the real deal. He's not, like, he's like Keanu Reeves and John Wick. So I understand why he made that movie. Like, that's, like, really the only movie. Even the mall, Paul Blart, Mara Cla- I'm in. I don't I care. I like both it. Of them. Yeah, I like it. I don't mind it. It's better than Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. <laughs> oh, Hubie. It's not, it's Hubie or Hubie? I think it's Hubie. I think it's Hubie. It's just bad, man. But listen, people, the, the people have spoken. The people, people have spoken. spoken. Hubie Halloween is the people's choice 
I mean, but you know, still, it still didn't, it still didn't come anywhere close to, uh, uh, it still didn't beat, uh, Borat or, um, Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Wait a minute. I'm surprised. You just said that it was the number one movie of the year. On Netflix. Oh, but I see what you're saying. So Hamilton was number one and Borat was number two of all time. Hubie was number one. Of of, of 2020 as a whole. I wish you were able to tell me where Hubie Halloween fell on that list. Oh, I wish I could too. I know. Scott needs to tell us that. It's interesting though. And in Netflix. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the and thing. What are you doing about your thing? Today, I got a package. What was your... <laughs> for your package? For my package, right? <laughs> and I told it trick or treat, and I opened it up, and it smelled my feet, and then I put it all... The, pulled it all the way up, and I <laughs> got into it. And now, my candy jar is covered by a nice new pair of me undies undies. How do they feel? Oh, like a treat, not like a trick. Right. I was going to trick them. I was going to hang one out the side and say, you don't get to be in here, but they're too comfy and they're too, they, they collect them both. There was no way to do it. I couldn't hang a loader. Do you Jesus ever hang smoke. loaders? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, loader, a, a loader. Yeah, you got to get them into the beam though. Oh, no, I no, like it was something one of my friends did in high school. He'd hang a loader. He'd take one ball and just hold it outside of his jean pants, like just out of the, out of the thing and just like stand in That's the hallway, horrible. see if anybody noticed. Yeah, we're I mean, awful. Kids are, today. kids are horrible. Kids are horrible people. You know, imagine that when you're 16 in the 90s. It don't matter. I, I never want to see that. I can't even get that out of my head now. No, but I that's what to... I was trying to do to one. I was trying to trick one while I treated the other. I need Keith for new. I, I, called, I, called, I call one of them. I call my right one Arizona, and I call my other one Pennsylvania, and until it flips blue, it stays outside. You, oh, I see. That's a political joke. You, I was just going to say you brought it. Okay. But that being said, though, you know why they're so comfortable, Jason Smith? Because they bring my balls together. And it's micromodal technology. They take these sustainable beechwood trees. Seriously, sustainable. They're not hurting the trees, and they're just going pulp, and then turning it into yarn. They pulp do to it, yarn. They, they do and it because they, they deliver micromodal. They, how do they deliver it so soft, though? It does, it's not like I have to put them in the wash first. You're you probably, probably supposed to wash all soft. your clothes before you put them on, but they come so soft. Dude, I, the I'm package they send them in are soft. That little yeah. plastic, it feels like almost like velvet. Yeah. It's like squishy, like a stress ball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, they don't mess around on any level. And the fact that they have a monthly membership, for like, what is it? Like 19, 20 bucks? Uh, uh, whatever it is. It's ridiculous. And plus, you use our thing and you're getting 15% off that. And that's 15% off every month. And why do you not need underwear every month? Yeah. I and mean, what are you doing right now? You need underwear. It's the only thing you need. It really is. Like... <laughs> I, I went and got the I went and got both of the garbage cans and checked something in my car trunk and just my underpants just today. Like you know what else he does? If you do that, they they like first of all they know you're in full quarantine. Nobody's gonna come up. None of your neighbors are gonna be like, "Hey, Jason." Oh, nope. nope. It's a barrier. Two right? Like arrest me then. Yeah, you don't want to go to jail. That no. being said, meundies.com. No, Offered. but if I could, they, at least, they couldn't take anything off me. I'd just be in my me undies, maybe my me onesie, and that's it. Fine. Do it. Put me in my soft prison, my soft cell. <laughs> MeUndies.com, offer code stuck. MeUndies.com, offer code stuck for the cost. Of, it's cashless bail in the United States. You don't even need to worry. if you don't Cashless bail now in Los Angeles, I think. I don't know if that passed, but if it did, that means I can get out on my own recognizance and <laughs> just be in my. You meandies. just slipped that in, didn't oh, you? Yes, <laughs> road trip home. Slipped it in. All right, we paid the bills. Paid the bills. <laughs> didn't crack me up, man. Today is it <laughs> an interesting day? Is it just a weird energy day today because of everything that it, the rest of the country went through this week? Well, I mean, here's you know, you know, we you know, not to get into all the politics, but no. the, but um. Dude. But the 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 glowing or, orange orb looks like it's faded, and it looks like a a new dawn has dayed, and uh, and so the there's a little bit dayed. of a, the new dawn is dayed. I like that. I'm trying uh, to, uh, well. <laughs> to really be poetic here. 
You 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 just nailed it. And the new, new dawn, dawn of day, day. The orange glow <laughs> has simmered. And uh, there's definitely a tension release uh, in today. I think oh, I think there's a lot of people that are feeling that. Regardless, because well, I think that you people know on I both don't sides. know things. So I'm right. going to ask you this, and then we're we're off this topic, right? Yep. Okay. But um, and I really am asking this humbly and and sincerely. Do we have a new president? Is it uh, happened? Officially, no. But okay. yes. Okay, but officially, no, not yet? Officially, it hasn't been called, and it won't be officially called probably for a little bit, but unofficially, based on wherever the direction going, yes, absolutely we do. And the, and the, sense, is, the sense is there from everybody that's just now uh, a waiting game. Well, I mean, I have to say, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, is that I think there was no uh, question that there was always one, you know, one of the white pasty gentlemen that was never going to actually concede. Yep. Which you know, is still- like no, no matter what happens, there's someone out of the two that is yep. not ever going to. Do, like if it was the other white pasty dude, and and the, uh, the 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 things were reversed, you know, the other white pasty dude would have already conceded. I yep. think. I think. I don't know enough. I don't know anything. Yeah. Well, here's what I'd say: is I think that there's going to be a little bit of that, and you're going to hear that for a little while. But I think, for all intents and purposes, now we can uh, we can three. just uh, go outside in our underpants. And and really let the let the moon shine. Um, <laughs> okay. So we're in content now, and you showed me this big old list that you made today, and you I wanted me to type it in by hand. No, I didn't. Um, which I loved, but I really want to get into this. It's Friday. We okay. got a we got a long we got a nice two day weekend ahead of mm-hmm. us. Uh, the 49ers played on yesterday, and they got smacked, so we don't have to worry about that. What are we watching, and what are we getting rid of this week? Yeah. So I started putting together. Just for all you people, you nice people, uh, um, I did must watch, watch, and don't watch. All right. So, so what's on our must, let's get on. Let's watch. let's start with that must watch list. Okay. And to be clear, this is more recent stuff, right? I mean, I have a you know, I'm not I'm not talking about the the stuff if you haven't watched Ozark and you haven't watched all of these older yeah. shows. I guess if you haven't if you haven't watched Vertigo yet, get out there and watch Vertigo. It's great. By the way, yeah. I, I mean, really that is. being said, so I mean, I I did have Gangs of London on must watch. Um, I, I wouldn't take it, it off there. I think that other, I think that I think that there's there's still I, still some of the best action scenes I've ever seen in t- on TV. In even in some in some films outside of maybe the other stuff he's directed. The, you know, mm-hmm. so it's Agreed. definitely worth a watch. No one saw a thing. No one saw a thing. Tell me about this one. Um. Now I'm trying to remember what it was. We'll get back. Look it up. We'll get back to it. I know I loved it. Um, Tehran, which we've had. No, no, I love it. It's on must watch. So just look it up. I just, I watched so many things. I forgot. You're going to tell me two things. I'm going to get right back into it. But while we're doing fuck off. This is number the, two on your list. No, well, it's only on the must watch list. <laughs> number two on your must watch list. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago for me. Right. I've watched 37 things from, since right. then. Here, let me read it. Before we go on, let's just talk about this. This is a documentary. Welcome to uh, the show. Season uh, that came from the Sundance Network. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, okay, yeah, it's about it's about the guy who, uh, go ahead, yeah, go read it. Award-winning Israeli filmmaker Avi Belkman examines an unsolved mysterious death in the mis- American heartland and the corrosive effects of vigilantism. Uh, yes. In a case garnering international attention in the early 1980s, town bully Ken Rex McElroy, which is a fucking bully name if I've ever heard McElroy, one. actually. Is how McElroy. It. Oh, yeah. No, I McEl- remember it all. Who Halloween is shot dead <laughs> in front of almost 60 people in Skidmore, Montana, uh, as local and federal investigations sue witnesses to, the cr- witnesses to the crime continue to deny having seen it. Right, but it also talks about this town and the ripple effects that everyone, everyone said no one saw anything. The whole town shot this guy to death. And it was in every paper, but now it's the ripple effects. There's been like five, it's almost like the town is a serial killer. Right. It's very well, interesting. You see these movies all the time, right? This is a very, this is a very plot, like movie plot thing where like the bad guy and like all, I feel like I've watched a movie recently. No, they made Walking Tall off based on this. Oh, this is the walk, thing yeah, like Walking Tall is based, based on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which is, which is a movie starring The Rock, but it was also a movie before then with a different guy and a two by four. I feel like it's either Billy Jack or Walking. I feel like it's Walking Tall or it's just, no, it's Sheriff Buford, right? It was That was Walking Tall. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, it depends on which, ver, which, ep, which one, right. uh, the 1973 film was Sheriff Buford. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's the, I, I believe that's the one. Sheriff Buford Pusser. I, I think, but you know what? It, I'm not totally sure about that. So don't, it, it wasn't based on that. Cause that was based on a, um, yeah, so it was uh, ba- there was a movie made. 
There, but, uh, was, yeah, oh, but this was, but uh, you know, but but it's true. I have seen, you know, you've seen this. Uh, I saw a movie just recently about like this, where at the end of the movie, everybody kills the 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 bad guy, and right. and nobody saw anything. Yeah, right. right? So the whole nothing. town hadn't seen anything. Yeah, but but really, what's interesting and what this director did very well is he explores the psychology of what that does to a town. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is a secret you have to keep. Oh, you know, another movie I saw that was just like this. What? A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Johnny Depp. And um, and also, psychology of that town, their kids were haunted forever. Yes, right. And everyone ignored it like it wasn't happening. You're just having exactly. bad dreams. Like, no, we're all yeah. dying, Mom. You have no power over me. I'm your boyfriend now, bitch. All right, sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, next one I got on the list. So, so no one saw a thing. Now it's come back to me, you know, very, very viscerally. It's surreal. Okay, so next one I have is Tehran. Tehran, uh, Absolutely. I mean, this if you have not seen this, show. yeah, go ahead. It's it's amazing. This is definitely worth a watch. Yep, this is a, a spy, espionage, you know, secret agent uh, from Israel dropped in the middle of uh, Iran to do a mission while uh, you know simultaneous storylines are happening and uh, with the Mossad. It's very, very, very good. The Israelis are knocking it out of the park on some of these things, right? They've been doing this for a long time. Homeland is an Israeli show. I mean, this goes well, on. No on one saw things. A Israeli documentary. I'm just saying, even on this list. Listen, man, the Israelis, you know, like them, don't like them. They're fucking talented. All right. Very talented. Um, next one, Lovecraft. Lovecraft. I have it on must watch. I mean, I, I think there's people that disagree with me on this. Um, I love it. I don't know who. I, I mean, I truly believe that this is one of the best shows. And, you know, it's. I want to bring something up that I didn't realize when I we watched this series. Mm-hmm. Um, this book was not written by a, an African-American author. White guy, comic book writer. Wrote huh. this book, big sci-fi wow. fan, right? Um, and when you read the, and I've been reading the book. Um, I think I told you a little bit. I was listening to the Audible book, which is great. Yeah. What what the director and the showrunner, and I'm assuming with Jordan Peele was able to do was infuse this with a an this story, this story that's a very straightforward story. When you read the book, a lot of this stuff, the 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 black culture pieces, where you'll you'll see some of the outside stuff, like the first, you know, the the none of the dancing and none of like the big community stuff is in the book. Um, the story of them going through the town and getting kicked out because it was lit on fire is there, but none of the power and the the, the um, background and the pain comes through in the book. It's very straightforward, comic booky kind mm. of like we hit this and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened. What that's what Misha the, Green brings to it. What Misha Green brought to this story ex- was so huge that while that she took the beats and she actually was able to really streamline some of these things, the first the first chapter is two hours long, and like if you were to read it, it would take you two hours, you know. And 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 that doesn't and the, the what she did with that and how she streamlined it and also put in all this energy and sadness and history mm-hmm. um, is unbelievable. It's it's so much better than the story because the story is just a story. None of that pain is there, and that's fascinating. I didn't know um, it's it's an unbelievable like I'm well, reading it. More it actually really helps me reassess and establish like a a real love for the showrunner. Like the adapted adapted screenplays are weird. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of TV shows that do a good job of this. Um, you know. True Blood was, it's a shitty book. It's a much better show and it's a shitty show. Dexter's a really bad book, but, uh, you know, and had a good first season. This book was good. It was a great, it's a great book and it's a great story, but it's just a story. The 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 the, the, the stuff that these people adapting it have done is incredible and probably, as, as still as far as I'm concerned, even more than The Watchmen, my favorite show of the 2020. Right, and The Watchmen's on here. I'm just not doing older stuff. So two things that I didn't write down because they're in my head that are, should be on this list, uh, Jace, are um, uh, Truth Seekers and obviously The Queen's Gambit. You know, yeah. if you haven't watched The Queen's Gambit, I would say watch that right away first. We did a whole show on it, uh, talking about it. Uh, Jason, we agree on that one, right? That's absolutely, 100%. Loved it. And Truth Seekers, have you gotten any further? I have not gotten any further because I've been watching the map show. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I I still love that show. I'm I'm excited to do that this weekend. Okay, so also the vow. The vow I have on there. You know, it's uh, again we've been talking about it, so it's it's very easy to find. It's on HBO Max, and then uh, Utopia on Amazon Prime. John Cusack, uh, based on the BBC series, um, and the comic book, right? 
It's based on a, no, just a BBC series. There's, BBC there's never, series. There was never a comic book actually created. And in fact, the Utopia that's on the BBC series, which I also recommend, which you can find on YouTube, just look up Utopia season one, episode one, and it'll be there. Um, it, it, and there's three seasons of it. Doesn't use as much of the comic book, like the comic book's there, but it's not as like, there's not art for it or anything comparatively to the, to the, to the American version. Okay. Um, and just because I have to put it on here, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Like Ted Lasso. Just Ted Lasso. <laughs> I also say, you know, if you're going to put on, um, I'm going to, I'm just going to add one to you. Yeah, I, me- I know you meant to put this on there too. If you watch The Vow, you need to watch Seduced. Oh, it's, it's, it's on there. Oh, is it? Chase? Yeah, it's the last one on the must watch. Seduced, okay. Nexium. Okay. Perfect. See it? And then I have The Boys. Because again, boys. you know, watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's a great one. And if you haven't seen it, I'm jealous of you because you can start at season one and just go right through. Um, okay, so I had Fargo on must watch, and I have to move it, man. I have to move it to watch. Okay, so we're and going Chris to watch is the now? reason. Yeah, Chris Rock is the reason. Right. Just do comedy, man. Don't act. The witches don't watch. Okay, so um, we're moving that to watch. Yeah, uh, on must watch. So Nurse Ratched. Yeah, good, but not not quite there. Yeah. Move that over too. Um, but staying on must watch is on the rocks. On the rocks is must watch. Yeah, must watch. It's, you can't, you I think can't it's go back best. and forth. You got to stay on one side or the other. Otherwise, I'm staying on, on the rocks stays on must watch. I know, but we just did two watches. I didn't mean to. I wanted to move them over. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Don't say them if I'm going to move them over. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I see. Because so you to list together for people. I get what you're saying. Okay, because I thought it was you. Never mind. Okay, so now we're so I'll say those on the rocks. What's on the rocks? Oh, that's the, the um, that's Sophia the Coppola. Sophia Coppola movie. Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Good. It's great. It's great. It's as good as Lost in Translation. Uh, different. It's like the next step. It's like the mature next step as a filmmaker, and it's very autobiographical. I mean, this is, you know, Bill Murray is obviously playing Francis Ford Coppola, and you know, uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Who plays the lead? Uh, is obviously playing Sophia, and it's 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 just so telling, and it's uh it's so vulnerable. It gets almost a little uncomfortable in scenes. Cheetah Jones. Yes, she's so good. Man, is she good? And so is Damon Wayans. Holy crap, he's good in this. He plays both ends against the middle in this so well. Is it uh, is it junior or senior? I don't know. Oh, it's Marlon. It's, Marlon's in this. What did I say, Damon? Damon? Yeah, well, Damon, Damon is the guy who created Living Color. Marlon. No, no Keenan is. Ke- see, I, there's so many Wayans. I, I yeah, cannot Keenan, keep track anymore. Keenan They're all created good. it. Uh, Marlon, Marlon's a great actor. Marlon's been good. in the, Marlon's been in, well, Marlon's got a lot of kind of serious roles that I've been like, you know, he was in Requiem, which I consider the scariest movie ever made. Like Requiem if there's a, a horror Requiem for a dream. If there's the, 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 the if anybody asks who, what movie scared you more than any other movie in the history of the world, the answer is Requiem for a dream is the one of the few movies I could only watch that was, I thought was great, but I could only watch once with Jared Leto. Yeah. Wow. Aaron, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aronofsky. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, that movie's horrific. I mean, I mean, I'm from Reno. I might have done a little bit of my fair share of drugs, and just you know, watching. He nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed it. And that's the problem. He nailed it so much that you're like, I could book? see. I the, the the it's one of those things. Like, no dare program will scare you the way this scares you, especially if, especially if you've been in any. In, in reach of anybody that you know you 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 know these people if you've been in a, in, a, in a drug in a drug house okay so we'll get through this fast because we only have a few minutes left right so watch we're gonna have the cabin which i would not have thought you know you turned me on to it the bert kreischer thing i'm not really a fan but this is this is again yeah, it's right? vulnerable it's vulnerable it's very telling it's very interesting and it gives you some uh insight into uh why bert is actually a viable talent to be yep. quite honest. Absolutely. He might get funnier to me now that I've watched this. Mm-hmm. Without this show, I don't think I'd ever have gotten to know him. And I think that's part of it. Um, I think Filthy Rich is on my watch list. Well, I know What's it Filthy is. Filthy Rich? Filthy Rich is the show from the Tate, what's his name, the guy who did The Help. Um, and it's with uh, Kim Cattrall. And basically it's the TV version of Empire meets the Righteous Gemstones. Got it. You know, it's like right in the middle of the road there. It's like uh, it. with a little Melrose place and dynasty thrown in. Got it. Tate Taylor created right. that. Kim Cattrall, Mila Kreeling. And I moved this over, by the way. I had this on a must watch. And then last night's episode, now it just goes to watch The Bachelorette. 
All right. So that bachelorette, so the bachelorette, uh, has actually changed bachelorettes, right? Yeah. I mean, after Claire Crawley left last night and she fell in love immediately, which I, again, I love this woman, Claire Crawley, but I feel very bad for the aftermath of what's going to happen. You can't meet someone. Believe me, I've done this. You meet someone in a day, you're like, I love you. I love you. And then it lasts, if it lasts six months, you are, you have beaten all records. Right. You don't know anyone. You don't know their trauma. You don't know their issues. You don't know what they, what, what are they like to sleep on the same side of the bed. You know what show has actually done really good for that? Big Brother. Because they have to live with each other for so long. Those, those relationships last. By the way, that I could see. I'm not against that. Okay, so real fast. And then, uh, I, okay, so that's it. That's all I have on watch. And then I have some things on don't watch, which I'm going to just blow through real fast. So we'll finish. Mm -hmm. Infamous on Hulu. <sighs> Terrible. The Swing of Things on Hulu, terrible. Uh, by the way, Luke Wilson. Uh, next, Virgin River, The Outpost, Hellstrom. God, it didn't get better? No. Because you said, like, if you were a fan of that kind of stuff, but now it got worse. It didn't, yeah, it didn't get better. Again, it could vacillate between watch and don't watch, depending on uh, how discriminant a viewer you are. I say don't watch. The Witches do not watch. And The Undoing. Just do don't watch. And yeah. that's what I got right now. I'm not done with this. This is ongoing. Hey, what's up, Justin? Uh, so, so okay. I guess we're done, right? We're done for today. So you know. I know. Okay. Well, there you go. Everybody, stay safe, stay sane, stay strong. We'll see you next week. Jason Smith. I love you, everybody. Cliff Dorfman. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.